0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Above Genuine Podcast. It's your boy, Cass, um, and we have a very special guest that's going to be joining us for today's conversation. Um, so without further ado, let's just hop right into it. It's not
1: that I you here. Yeah. It's
0: not that my boy. Hey guys, um, I am proud to announce that we finally have our first guest for this episode. i allow her to introduce herself. She's uh, the person that has been my rock my entire life, uh, and she also gave birth to me. Uh, my guest is going to be my own mother. Mother, do you want to say hello? Hello! <laughs> Alright, so today's episode is going to be titled Indubitably. And if y'all don't know what indubitably means, Essentially, it just means undoubtedly, uh, without a doubt, like 100% certain of a decision that you make. Um, And what I wanted to bring my mom in today is so we can kind of talk about any time where we kind of experienced that self-doubt and how we overcame that ourselves. So mom, tell me about a time where you experienced self-doubt and what you did to overcome it.
1: When I got pregnant at a young age with my first child, I didn't know what I was gonna do, how I was gonna do it. If I was gonna be the best at it, I just had to live it day by day and pray for the best.
0: And would you say you still experience self-doubt now?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially as a parent, it's like, am I doing enough? Am I doing too much? Yeah, I experience it every day. I don't think that ever goes away.
0: Okay, and what would you say is, like, the hardest part about being a parent?
1: Once your kids become of age. Once they become of age, they are responsible for themselves. And no matter how hard you try to shield them, protect them, it's just, you know, they have to live and learn because they're their own person now. You're still going to be mom. You're still going to be dad. But... They're just responsible for themselves.
0: Okay, okay. So so how does that relate to me? Like, how do you feel about me? What do you think is the hardest part about raising me? And then, like, relate that to self-doubt.
1: You being a boy, especially a boy of color. Not a boy. Let me rephrase that. You being a young man, especially a young man of color in these days, now.
0: And would you say you were, like, less stressed out? Before it got to this point where we're at right now, or would you say you still had that same amount of stress throughout my like life growing up?
1: No, I would be naive to say I wasn't less stressed. I mean, the stress was always there. It's just a lot more stressful now. And so I don't watch the news. I just, you know, pray that God, you take my son to work, bring him back home safely
0: okay and what about like so more specifically like what about self-doubt when it comes to relationships because i know a lot of people nowadays um they kind of have doubt with themselves and their partner um whether or not they're doing their absolute best in that relationship or their partner is like giving that same energy back to them um so like how do you how did you overcome in your past relationships if you're comfortable with sharing that self-doubt that you had with yourself or your partner
1: Okay, my mindset was totally different. I can say that I have grown as a person. And I mean, if you're self-doubting yourself and you're in a relationship, I'm not saying to go break up or anything, but find yourself. Find yourself. Find what makes you happy so you don't always doubt yourself because you doubting yourself will end up causing conflict in your relationship, believe it or not. As much as people say, oh, no, it won't, no, it won't, you know, I can control it. No, because that self-doubt is always lingering. That's the devil always there. Right. And, you know, trying to put stuff in your head that is not really there. So I would say work on yourself.
0: And how have you worked on yourself? Like, what did you do to, like, kind of soul search, um, you know, any period in time?
1: Read, pray, meditate. And find out what makes me truly happy and, do and you, love myself.
0: Right. And do you still do that now?
1: Oh, yes. I'm a work in progress because when Mr. Right comes along, you know, I don't want to. How can I say this? I don't want to punish him for things if I'm doubting within myself. So I'm a work in progress.
0: Okay. And what would you say is the one thing you feel insecure about when it comes to yourself? Your biggest insecurity?
1: My epilepsy.
0: And why is that?
1: Because nowadays, I mean, people don't show compassion. And it's like, okay, am I really with the person that's going to be compassionate and care for me if I do have an episode? Or are they going to laugh at me and record me and put it on the internet? Hmm. You know, people do anything for clout nowadays.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um. Let's see. Do you ever think you're going to find someone that will understand you as a person, understand your disability, understand, you know, my uh, sister Star's disability and like be comfortable with enough, you know, doing so? Would you say that you would ever find that point in your life? Because it's been a while. Not trying to say anything, but it's been a while since you've been what in a relationship.
1: trying to say? I get, get those cobwebs cleaned <laughs> oh, out or something? Oh,
0: God, chill out. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's just been a while since I've seen you in a relationship. And, like, I know you've had, like, tiny little flings. Um, so it's I'm just like, a hoe,
1: son. No, I'm not. No,
0: no. I'm not calling you a hoe, man. I'm just saying, like, from, like. The boyfriends yes. that I've seen to have, yes. you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So, like, that's what I meant.
1: Okay. <laughs> why, why do you think I'm calling you a hoe, man? What the way you say it. No,
0: know. I said fling. I said, fleeing. I said fling. Exactly.
1: Desert. A fling is not a
0: relationship. <laughs> no, a fling. Yeah, exactly. That's what it it's is. A and a Yeah, but you weren't in a relationship. It was like a small... It was like a 30-day trial at that point.
1: Exactly. I yeah. put him on a trial. He flunked, so he had to And go. That's what I'm saying.
0: That's a fling. That's he has to he kick needed. rocks. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, So how do you feel about people that have flings? Because I know you mentioned flings and like, you're not a hoe, obviously. But how do you feel about people that do do that? Do you think it's healthy for them to do so? Do you think it's not healthy? In what ways can it benefit them? Not benefit them? What do you feel about that?
1: To each their own. I'm not going to be here judging someone because I wouldn't want them to judge me. So to each their own.
0: Now, would you consider me a hoe?
1: No, you're... (laughs) You're more like um, undecided.
0: Undecided. What makes you think I'm undecided?
1: Because you're like me, son. A person can get under your skin one day and then the next day it's like, okay, you're all right for right now. And then you see something else and it's like. Let me rephrase that. You're like how I used to be. <laughs> but you're young. Uh-huh. So you're, you know, you're finding yourself. You're mm. finding what makes you happy, what doesn't make you happy, what stresses you, what doesn't stress you. It's part of growing up. I mean, there's a big old age difference between me and you. I
0: mean, Yeah, you like a little oldie, you know what I'm saying? You're back in there. True.
1: This oldie's <laughs> gone, knock them <in> boots, baby.
0: <laughs> so I know I've been asking all the questions, but do you have anything you want to ask me that you want to know more about?
1: Yeah. How have you grown? Like do you know what makes you happy, what doesn't?
0: I mean, I've gone through a lot. I mean I mean, you know this, I'm the only boy in the family, so of course I we spoke about how like I have a lot of stress on my back and I kinda put that chip on my shoulder and I you know, of course I have moments where I kinda doubt my capability of I'm being a good son, if I'm being an overall good man. And you know, that self doubt has always been there, especially since you know, I never had my dad in the pictures, and so I didn't have, like, a father figure to really lean on to, like, tell me, like, hey, son, like, you're doing okay. You're doing good, you know? Um, not saying you did bad parenting or anything, like, all, at all, but it was just that aspect of my life that I was missing. But figure. Yeah, but I have grown quite a bit. I've learned to understand my emotions and accept them, because I know when I was younger, you were telling me, like, hey, you know, don't cry. You don't want anyone to show that you're weak. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of conditioned me to not show my emotions. And so whenever I felt an emotion, and you know this, I would always argue with you. We would go back and forth. I would say things I didn't mean. But I've grown beyond that. When's the last time I've argued with you? or That like said was a bad? mistake,
1: actually, of me not allowing you to show your emotion, not to cry. Because I grew up thinking, oh, a man is not supposed to do this. A man is not supposed to cry. Show his feelings, because that's showing him his weak. And as I've learned, and as I grew... I've seen that, you know, it's okay for a man to show his emotions. It's okay for him to say, I'm tired, and, you know, to let it out. Because at the end of the day, if he doesn't, it's going to make him sick. Yeah. And cause conflict in the home. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: And how do you, because I know that's a big subject nowadays, is the fact that men are not allowed to show their emotions. Or, like, whenever we try to, people, you know, see it like, oh, like, you know, you're weak and everything. So how do you feel about that? being such a huge part of society today and what would you do personally if you had the power to change that
1: i'm glad that i'm seeing a lot more people of color yet men young men adult men come out saying it's okay you know letting these young men know and little boys know it's okay to show emotion there's nothing wrong with that i like how it's going
0: Okay, and I know how you said that there was, that was one thing you regret. Is there any other regret that you ever had raising me besides that?
1: No, not really. I can't think of anything right now. I don't regret, like, I mean, maybe allow, allowing you a little bit more freedom for you could, you know, study people more mm-hmm. and know just off back by looking at them. But, I mean, that will come in due time, and, you know, you'll learn your sixth sense, that gut feeling. You know, everybody has it. So once that kicks in and you start getting in tune with it, you'll learn.
0: So one thing I want to kind of go back to, I know in the very beginning you were talking about, you know, you pray, you read, um, and you just keep your faith. Have you always believed in God, and have you always been praying? Have you always done that in your entire life?
1: No. That's a good question, and no, the answer is no. When I was 14, I mean, 14 up to, hmm, we've been here seven years? Yeah, seven, eight years, I would say. Like nine years? Nine years. Nine years years ago, I barely, you know, took myself to church. I had family members telling me, let's go to church, you know, put God in your life. And I would always say, what has God done for me? Nothing. Because if he did, if he loved me, he wouldn't be... Having me go through this, I wouldn't be in pain, but I didn't know at the time. It was my trial and tribulations, me living and learning. And God didn't have nothing to do with the pain that I endured. You know, he was just giving his strongest battles to his strongest warriors.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: No, his toughest battles to his strong soldiers.
0: Gotcha. Okay. And then you also talked about reading. Did you always read your entire life?
1: No, not till I got pregnant with you. Okay. I became a bookworm.
0: A bookworm. So so what's what's a book you're reading right now?
1: The book I'm reading right now is by Wick, Rick Warren. Mm-hmm. What on earth am I here for? Yeah. And, you know, it's... We all ask ourselves, what is my purpose here? What am I here for? And this book, like, gives so much insight if I could recommend it to anybody listening to your podcast, I would recommend this one book. Yes, I would.
0: How's it been impacting you?
1: Opening my eyes and things that I had questions about. And it's like, okay, we got to take it day by day. We can't always rush the process, we have to take it day by day.
0: Hmm. Have you ever, at any point, rushed the process for yourself or like try to change the course of something? knowing that you didn't have as much power to do so or knowing that you weren't supposed to turn the tide? Or would you say it was kind of like trial and error, you would do something that even though you, you, know, you knew that you wouldn't benefit from?
1: I think everybody does. You know, When they're in a relationship, they feel, oh, I can change him. Or, hey, I can change her. And it's not up to us to change that person. That person has to be willing to change themselves if they truly love themselves and love you. So, yeah, I think everybody has gone through that. Have you?
0: Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's been a, a lot of points in my life where, like, someone was a certain way and I felt like me being their friend or me being in their life, I had not necessarily control, but I considered myself to be confident in having the willingness to try and, like, show them a different insight. And that I could say I was naive to mm-hmm. because I didn't allow that person to kind of, show me where their perspective was at and how they viewed the world. I was always trying to push how I viewed the world in such like a positive but realistic way. And they kind of opened my eyes a lot of like, hey, man, like this is what I go through every day. This is, you know, my story and this is how it's impacted me and why I am the way I am. And I feel like the minute I was able to understand that, I was able to have a more genuine conversation with people. Because me, I would say, me when I was like 16, if I tried doing this now, I wouldn't be as good as I am. I I would not understand what people were going through. I wouldn't understand what my emotions and how it made me feel and how it impacted my day-to-day, you know, routine. Mm -hmm. And I would not give people benefit of the doubt, you know, because one thing I could say I have right now is trust issues. I have trust issues with, like, so many different things, especially people because it's like nowadays you can't really – stand by what somebody says because they say one thing and then on the other side of the you know the road it's completely different from what they've told you you know and I wish the world was like a better place and I know life can be unfair but I know some people can be and I've met some of those people in my life and I'm, I'm happy for it because it's kind of helped me grow as a person grow mentally and spiritually because um, I'm not really that religious I know you raised me uh, in a Catholic household, you still do, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like I'm more of a spiritual kind of person. Like I look at all the religions. I don't like discriminate. Like, oh yeah, you know, uh, Catholicism is better than Christianity. You know what I mean? I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, what do these all these religions believe in? They believe in one entity that was higher than everyone else, and they kind of wrote everyone's book, right? And also just meditating, like you, you know, aligning my my chakras, making sure everything is okay, and knowing. At the end of the day, the only person that's got me is me. Even though you're here, exactly. even though I have my friends, it's just I'm the only one that's here to help myself. Only I could tell myself to do something, make myself go through so many different things and learn. Only I could, only I have the will to do that. No one else exactly. can instill that will in me, you know?
1: Exactly. The one thing I can always remember is DMX, God rest his soul. He always would say, Trust a snake to bite you. Trust a thief to steal from you, and trust a liar to lie to you. And it was all, you know, growing up, it was always like, believe someone when they show you who they are, Mm -hmm. not what they say. Because a person will show you who they are from day one. Don't listen to what they say. That's why I don't like the word sorry. Because you knew what you were doing. Mm -hmm. Why do you want to say sorry for? Is it sorry because you got caught? Are you sorry because man, I, sh- I knew I shouldn't have done it, but I did it anyway. Like, yeah, so.
0: How many times have you given people like the benefit of that? Like, I know you say you do that now, but in the past, like, have you ever, when someone did you wrong and they said, sorry, did you allow them to come back into your life? And how did that impact you? And from that time on, how did you view, view people as, an, as a whole afterwards?
1: Oh no! Once you screwed me over the first time, No, that's it. Like, you're gone. I don't need to tolerate it anymore. For what? Because at the end of the day, it's not going to get me sick. If I keep allowing you in my life, it is going to get me sick. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I have to love myself first.
0: Gotcha. And do you think that's what everybody should do?
1: Yeah, love yourself first. Love yourself first. I think communication is key. And many people don't communicate. You know, just like when you were younger, we couldn't communicate because I would get angry. So we had a notebook and you would express yourself and I would read it and then I would express myself. I think if you can't communicate, people should write down and give it to the person they're trying to communicate with because emotions do get in the way. You might not think you're yelling, but to the other person you're yelling. You might not think you have an attitude, but to the other person you have an attitude. So yeah, find, what, find the best communication that works for you and the other person.
0: Do you think, what do you think is the biggest flaw in relationships in this day and age? Would you say communication or if it is communication communication and trust and trust? Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. With this whole internet thing, you know, somebody can easily post something and that person's so quick to believe that person instead of, hey, let me sit down and communicate with my significant other and see what's really going on. If this really is happening. So yeah, communication and trust.
0: How bad of an impact do you think social media has, not only on relationships, but just in society as a whole? How bad of an impact do you think it has? Oh,
1: a big negative impact because they will report and they will put out there what they want. They are not going to put the truth. It's, hey, let's see what gets more likes and put it out there. Even if it's not honesty, we don't care. It gets more likes. Anything to get that blue check mark.
0: Right, right. Have you ever had that? Any. Have you ever had an experience where you tried to do that yourself? Like oh, you tried no. to fake it till you make it?
1: Nope. My social media is only people I know. If I don't know you, don't come in here trying to friend me. <laughs> I don't know you. Let's keep it that way. I don't want to get to know you. No, yes.
0: Is that why you declined my follow request? Oh,
1: no, son.
0: <laughs> or is it because you didn't want me to see your social media? No, like that? I
1: have you on my social media. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'm not one. Like, I'm probably one of the few on there that have little followers because I really don't care about the Mm -hmm. followers. I'm not up for the followers. Don't follow me. I'm not your leader. (laughs) Don't follow me. Please don't do that. Because there's going to be some times that I mess up and I don't want you saying, oh, well, you did it and I did it. So you want to blame me? No, I'm fine. Stick to your own. Stay in your own lane.
0: So (laughs) don't, don't take this the wrong way, but... You talk to me a lot about like, you know, you don't have, you're not supposed to have friends, your friends are not real, the friends don't exist, Mm -hmm. and you don't have a lot of friends.
1: No, because the people I do have around me, I consider them family.
0: Family. And do you feel like that's what people should focus more on Not just having acquaintances or friends, but people they consider family?
1: Yeah, because at the end of the day, if you call your friend and you're in trouble, is that friend really going to be there? As to people you know that are gonna you know be there and you're like family you click since day one it's like you know if you're ever in need they're gonna drop everything and hey i'm here for you what what do you need as to a friend an acquaintance can do as they please because why their friend they're an acquaintance oh we can pick another one up along the way let's drop this one hmm. as to family it's like no you love that family member from your heart You know, hey, we're family. What do you need? Don't be afraid to tell me what you need. Don't be shy. Like, no, talk to me.
0: So briefly, you mentioned compassion and how a lot of people don't have compassion for one another. Explain what that means to you. What do you think compassion means and how should that be applied to the real world and in conversations that you have with people?
1: Put yourself in that person's shoes. The way you're acting towards that person, would you want them to act towards you? When you are treating somebody a certain way or saying things a certain way, I wish people, I always said, I wish people would carry a mirror. Mm -hmm. That way they can look at themselves. And if they're really okay with, you know, what they see, then okay. But if you're not and you're looking at yourself, you're going to change that because it's like, oh my God, what am I looking at? Just like you're looking at that person, the person you're talking to, communicating with, being ugly with, whatever you're doing is looking at you the same way. Mm-hmm. So if you could look at yourself, you know, you would see what the other person is seeing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I would love if everybody could carry a little pocket mirror. Mm-hmm.
0: And how do you think, what do you, what qualities do you think someone has to have in order to be genuine?
1: It all comes from the heart. You can't fake genuine. You can't fake, you know, that whole fake it till you make it. No. I mean, you can see a fake one. You can spot a fake one from a real one. And it has to come from within. If it's not from within, I mean, please don't kill my vibe. Get over there.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you consider yourself genuine?
1: I hope for the most part, yeah. I mean, people might not like what I say when I say it. They could, you know, say, "Dang, you ain't got to be such an ass about it. Or too honest about it. But if... The way I always told you guys, Why should I sugarcoat something? The world's not going to sugarcoat it. So why should I sugarcoat something? I'm not saying that I'm Miss Perfect. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I've had many flaws. Still to this day, I'm pretty sure I get mood swings and stuff, you know. But yeah... I mean, I still have a lot to learn, but yeah, I lived and I've learned. And I know what I don't like and what I would not like someone to do to me. So I try my best not to do it to someone.
0: Hmm. Now, do you consider me a genuine person?
1: A full of shit person, but genuine. (laughs) You said a full of shit? Where (laughs) do you get full of shit from? No, yeah, (laughs) yeah, you are a genuine person. You are. And I think people take you for granted or how can you say (sighs) they get over on you because you're genuine and you're nice about it and you have to learn yourself that you know what okay maybe I should not show it that much you're gonna live and learn just like I did because when you're too nice it's like oh okay we can get over on that person and it's like no wait a minute now. But then when you're being honest and really telling that person, look, don't take me as a fool because I'm nice. Oh, you're being a jerk, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's a no-win situation. So that's why you always got to know, Okay, wait a minute, I'm going to be genuine. But they're going to still, you know, see that I ain't going to mess around and play that BS.
0: Do you believe in treating everyone with kindness? Granted that you just said that. Do you believe in treating someone with kindness? Everyone.
1: You give respect in order to get respect. That's the way I see it. If a person is going to come to me and be respectful, yes, I'm going to be respectful back. But if you're going to come to me with an attitude and uh, all this rah, 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 I got that inside of me too. So, yeah, I mean, if you show me respect, I'm going to show you respect in return.
0: So you're just a firm believer in like reciprocation of energy.
1: Yes. Oh, yes.
0: Is that why you be yelling at me all the time?
1: Yes, because you're hard-headed, baby. <laughs> a hard head makes a soft ass. Yeah. And it's like, do you not listen? So, yeah. But for the most part, I mean, if we all would show compassion and be respectful to one another, especially in this day and age where internet is like a big thing, and stop doing things for clout, or stop trying to follow your favorite rapper, or, you know, stop trying to do things other people are doing and do what's best for you. I mean, I think the world would be a better place. Okay.
0: And where do you picture yourself spiritually, mentally, physically in the next ongoing years? Or what would you like to see yourself in the next couple of years?
1: See, I can't say that for the simple fact of the book I'm reading. Mm -hmm. I'm living it day by day and Mm -hmm. learning about myself. So I can't answer that truthfully. I can sit here and BS you and say whatever you want to hear. But honestly... um, a day-to-day person. I'm learning about myself. I mean, things can change tonight till tomorrow. Hmm. So yeah, I just take it day by day and I pray that I'm in a better situation than I am in today. Not saying I'm in a bad situation, but a better person than I am today. Hmm.
0: Okay. And while we're on that topic, how how would you compare someone that does life or takes life as a day-to-day thing rather than... Oh, they had their goals set in mind. They have their ambitions set in mind. They like create their own plan and they have everything panned out. Do you believe in creating a plan versus someone that, you know, lives their life day, day by day, they would have a better quality of life?
1: I mean, to me, what works for me is living day by day, learning new stuff on a daily basis to become a better person for the next day. There's nothing wrong with setting goals and stuff, but I've see i seen for myself firsthand when I set goals and then they don't happen, I beat myself up. And so that's why it's like, okay, I'm going to live today for today, be a better person for today and get as much knowledge as I can for today so I could be a better person for tomorrow.
0: Exactly. Okay. Is there anything else you would like to add before we wrap this very special episode up?
1: I would just have people be more compassionate to one another, respectful, and uh, what was it that I told you right now?
0: Living day by day and not Mm -hmm. setting two goals so you don't beat yourself up. Yeah. How are you going to forget what you just said?
1: (laughs) No, because I just, I didn't say that though. I said it, you know. Yeah, be kind to one another, be respectful, and don't be so hard on yourself. If things don't go, if you didn't get that promotion you wanted, if school's not going the way you want, or your significant other's not loving you back the way you want him to, hey, you know, don't look at it as a negative and beat yourself up about it. You know, make change. I'm not saying go out there and break somebody's heart. I'm not saying, oh, quit your job, stop going to school. Just find something to make the process easier. Don't always listen to that negative Nancy on your shoulder, you know. And stay positive. Stay positive.
0: But also be realistic. Be positively realistic. So what I mean by that, for instance... Say you go in for an interview and it doesn't turn out the way you want it to. So you can still go in there with a positive and you can still leave with a positive, believe it or not, because from that interview, you learn something. It's a new experience, even though it's not the experience that you want to fall into, um, but it's it's something that you still learn from. And so definitely be positive about anything in your life, whether it's a job interview, whether it's a significant other, whether it's school or a goal that you set up for yourself, because like my mom said, You don't want to beat yourself up over it. You don't want to disappoint yourself. And then, you know, that's where the self-doubt kind of starts to grow and stem from. You know, you plant the seed yourself when you let that linger and get to your head. Um, Remember,
1: whatever is meant for you is going to come to you. Regardless, no matter who tries to stop it, what tries to stop it. If it's meant for you, it's going to happen in the right time. Not when the time you want it to happen, but in the right time. Okay.
0: Do you want to take us out?
1: Thank you for your time. Thank you for inviting me. And I hope that I help somebody today, even if it's just one person.
0: All right, guys. Well, thank you for stopping by for today's episode. Hope you guys had a good Friday. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Take the time to decompress, um, analyze your emotions, and just get ready for the next week. And like my mom says, I just want to say one last time. The book that she was talking about is by Rick Warren. And it's called What on Earth Am I Here For? Um, so definitely recommend that book. I've been reading it with her um, on a day-to-day basis. But With that being said, y'all take it easy. I'll see y'all in the next one next week. Bye.